you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here, Elars, and welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. AEW's Grand Slam 2022 is in the books, at least the Dynamite portion is, of course, Rampage still has another... Uh, two, two hours, hours, eight matches. And they're taping coming that up on, right now as we're doing And they're doing taping this it recap. as we speak. That's right, yeah. Uh, we have a new AEW world champion, and the first time, the three-time yes. world champion in John Moxley. He beat uh, Brian Danielson clean. Yeah. No MJF cash-in. Nope. He was sitting up there in a perch. What do you think of Mox being a three-time champion? Alex? I mean, he's he's... He's Mr. Dependable in AEW, and when in doubt, break glass, put title on Mox. Um, Absolutely. That has been their philosophy, and especially this year in 2022, he's delivered. Yeah. He puts on spectacular matches. He's doing interesting character work. The crowd loves him. That's important. Um, it's it's the, the absolute safest pick, but and, and it, I mean, I saying it's a safe pick could be seen as kind of like throwing shade. I'm not trying to throw shade at Mox at all, but he's wrestler of the year. He's wrestler of the year. In my estimation. Yeah. It's a, a really percent. smart business move. It is a smart business move. He's dependable. He's durable. He wants seemingly wants to wrestle every week. 
He makes the title feel important. Not to say Brian Danielson couldn't do those things. I love Brian Danielson. He can make the title feel important. You put that belt on Mox. It's a, it's a smart move. There, there he laid the groundwork telling the story of Mox and MJF. I was kind of wondering if they were going to have Danielson, sorry, if they have MJF somehow win the title here and then go to Mox, uh, MJF, uh, with MJF walking into full gear as champ to have the one-on-one bout so then Mox can get his, his vacation time. Seemingly that's yeah. not going to happen um, until after full gear because I, I would not be surprised if... if MJF decides to cash in then, but maybe he'll wait. I don't know. I don't know. Give, given what we saw tonight, yeah, I, I have no idea what they're going to do, um, clearly. Because uh, I, I thought I, I was I thought it was going to be MJF cashing in because they've talked a lot in the yeah. lead-up in sort of media, yeah. the, the the interviews they've done, MJ, both MJF and Ariel Helwani, and then Tony Khan also. Uh, uh, I know he, he's been give, he's been doing the interview circuit yeah, as well. Yeah, he did the media rounds today and spoke extensively and said, yeah, if, if MJF decides he wants the match and it's a sanctioned event, that he will sanction that match. It right. Didn't make it, sound, it, it didn't make it sound like it was as spontaneous as a Money of the Bank cash-in, but if during It could be the, read that way. It could be, it could I mean, be read that it way. It could be read if MJF walks up to go position backstage and says to Tony Khan, I want this match now, then Tony Khan would make the match now. I mean, that's basically money in the bank. They can call it what they want. And honestly, it'd be smart. Money in the bank's the like the smartest, the most clever convention that WWE has come up with in the past 20 years. It really is. It makes for the unpredictability. It's made money in the bank into basically uh, the fifth biggest pay-per-view, maybe in some eyes the fourth biggest pay-per-view um, of the year. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's an exciting convention that I think AEW honestly just needs to embrace. Everybody mm-hmm. else has, you got impact doing the X division option C thing. You got the gift of the gods when Lucha underground was around. People should have the money impact, in the bank. Impact option. has that trophy too, that if you win it, cause that's how Moose beat Josh Alexander for the, uh, for the title right after mm-hmm. he won it. Yeah. That yeah. 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 They did that too. Yeah. 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 Um, so it'd be a smart move. They didn't do it tonight. I expect that's how they're going to do it unless he just decides, hey. But, you know, what we saw tonight, it seems like he might be a bit more calculated. They might have set something up with him and Wheeler Yuta, another member of the Blackpool Combat Club tonight as well. Um, so maybe that's a short-term thing. Maybe he'll go through Danielson. Maybe he'll go through some others before he gets to Mox, and maybe it won't be at the next pay-per-view. If there's one thing... I think Tony Khan needs to needs to learn with Mox is Mox is having a killer 2022 yes. um, make this mean something because now that he lost to punk, it's sort of, and you know, he can go, he'll, he'll go on another terrific win streak. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Mox is, he, there's two things you mentioned, dude. And they're the two things that matter. He's reliable and the crowd loves him. And that's kind of all that matters. It's, it's, it's icing on the cake that he's doing really, really good work, which is why the crowd loves him. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, he's doing terrific work. Makes all the sense in the world for Mox to come away with this title. I think Danielson would have made a lot of sense as well. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, if, if you're going to look to hit the reset button in a way here, uh, Mox is the perfect option. Um, I mean, besides the big Chicago pop, I'm not sure it was a great move to put that title right back on Punk anyways. No, especially not with the story they tried to tell that night. Yeah, yeah. well, there's that. But also, just from a business standpoint, the injuries. You yeah. know, the, that's, that's just not – it's like, dude, he's like, in his, he's like a million years old, and that probably wasn't a good idea, and now it's a moot point because he's probably never coming back. 
Um, but, and if he does, he's not going to be in the title scene. No. Um, but yeah, no. So Mox is once again our AEW champion. He is wrestler of the year. It's his to lose at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and so it's fitting that that title is back on him. Also, shockingly, we have a new Ring of Honor champion, Larson. Yeah, that was perhaps the most surprising outcome of the night. We thought Claudio versus Chris Jericho would be a win. You know, maybe an overbooked win, but a win nonetheless for Claudio. No. A low blow, a Judas effect later. Chris Jericho is now the Ring of Honor champion. Um, you know, I guess they want to keep that title in, in, in the general wrestling conversation. Having it trade hands a bit would probably do that, especially if it's kind of a surprising outcome, and especially if Chris Jericho is one of the people holding it. So it's it's a really good story beat because of what we saw afterwards where Daniel Garcia looked like his heart had been ripped out mm -hmm. in having to congratulate Chris Jericho. It's a brilliant story beat because now – the thing, and it's centered around Garcia because Garcia is the pure champion. He's the Ring of Honor pure champion. And he was the only champion in the JAS, too. Yeah. And now the guy whose philosophy he basically is seething over and cannot stand is the top guy in that company, in the in the subcompany, in Ring of Honor, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And and Jericho won with sports entertainment. With sports entertainment. I love that they're centering that story around Garcia. Do I love that they're sacrificing the perfect Ring of Honor champion to do it? Maybe not, but it's a hell of a story beat. I mean, if the idea is to have Jericho hold that title till they get TV and have Garcia beat him for it. Oh, hell of a run. I mean, that that's 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 a hell of a thing right and there. That's, that's and the that's case. a good story right there. So It's a great story. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it seemingly it's, it's they got seemingly Tony Khan has a story in mind for this you know, these two titles. Mm -hmm, yeah. And with long-term implications, so that's that's what we've been asking for AEW. That's what for a we've while. been asking for. We've been asking for stories and what have I said? Jericho's one of the few guys they yeah. have yeah. that is a storyteller. This guy can tell some good stories. He always even if it's a feud that he knows is going to last like a month or so, Jericho will try to find the story element in it because he knows that's what people respond to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People need an emotional uh, connection to the match. Um, we had a debut tonight. Tony Khan was promising some surprises. Uh, we saw the debut of uh, Soraya mm -hmm. Page when she was in WWE. Um, I know Fightful Select had a thing earlier in the day saying that there were some uh, uh, conversations had in the summer between AEW and Soraya. Uh, was not expecting her to make her debut tonight, but it's awesome that she did. Um, the enthusiasm is tempered somewhat, however, based on how Tony Khan books the women's division. We've seen numerous high-profile uh, women debut in AEW and generate a lot of excitement and they're on TV for a bit, and then they're just not. Um, yeah. You know, you, you like to hope bringing her in that maybe, okay, something will change. But until I see it, I'm not going to get my hopes up. It's far more likely that her presence means somebody else is going to sacrifice their time on TV um and and that that is a shame 
I mean, you look even at, at, you know, there's between tonight, how many matches were there tonight? Six? One, two, three, four, five. There's five tonight. From what I understand, on according to Wikipedia anyways, they're going to speed run eight matches on Rampage. Mm-hmm. So uh, my math is there's 13 matches. Um, Over four hours, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, that's just two women's matches, right? Because it's Jade versus mm-hmm. Diamante. Mm-hmm. Out of mm-hmm. 13 matches, two of them are women's division matches. Mm-hmm. And that's generally the ratio of what we get with women's wrestling in AEW. I understand Soraya is, uh, I mean, she's terrific. I, 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 I have no idea what the status is. I'm sure maybe Fightful Sean will have the, uh, an update on her, on her whether, medical whether status. Whether she'll be able to wrestle or not yeah right she's indicated that you know she's hopeful that she could at some point be cleared even her general presence as a manager as a general manager as an authority figure whatever would be welcome mm-hmm. um but you know I, I i just hope that it's not gonna you know it, hopefully it would it would expand the time allotted to the women's division as opposed to just eat up time from somebody else who's, yeah. who's an active competitor in AEW. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'll see what happens. It's hard to get excited over bringing in a high profile name in the women's division where there's so many who just aren't doing anything. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Um, And we got uh, new tag champions as well. Uh, The Acclaim, defeated, swerving our glory. Kind of figured this would happen. Mm -hmm, Um, 
to, uh, getting those tag titles. They probably should have won it all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, really fun bout. Uh, crowd went nuts when the acclaimed won. Um, and uh, really happy for them. You know, for the past, what, two plus years, they've been grinding out wins. They're the winningest tag team in AEW history. Yeah. And they finally have some championship titles to show for all their efforts. It's pretty awesome. You know, dude, it it does sort of, when people ask, hey, are there, the answer is probably yes. Are there too many titles in, in AEW? Um, make the argument, yeah. I kind of appreciate, though, that the trios division Sort of, and I mean, obviously now, you know, well, I guess the you know, Death Triangle is the new trios champion. Mm-hmm. But because of a couple different things you and I have been talking about for a little while that, OK, they need to reload their tag division. I kind of appreciate that certain teams are stepping up and they're in the position now where this felt like a big win. That it, it was the match. It was the match of the night at all out, by the way. Yeah. And, and it was a really good versus, match uh, tonight, too. And tonight it was a killer match that he should have called an audible. Yeah. Uh, at the last show, and I wonder if that's something that as he progresses as a wrestling booker, Tony Khan is going to learn, hey, maybe uh, calling an audible is something that is going to be an option for me going forward. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's done it. I've never heard of it in AEW yet. Um, but uh, let's see here. Okay, so what is this? Somebody, uh, Silver PSN PR in our chat says, Tony just announced before the Rampage tapings, there's going to be a 25-man battle royal, and the winner will face Mox on a two, so that's going to be the golden ticket thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so winner faces Mox though on uh, Tuesday Dynamite October in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, I didn't, so I didn't know there was a Tuesday gonna, Dynamite. I guess now I know. Uh, at yeah, in October at some point, I guess. All right, here I'll see where the, where the Cincinnati uh, Dynamite is. So whoever wins that is going to lose tomorrow. We're not going to do any spoilers beyond that. Please, no spoilers in the chat, by yes. the way, for Rampage tapings because those are going down right now. Um. So that but, uh, will be on October 18th. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. uh, Dynamite from Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Whoever's going to win that is going to lose to Mox in Cincinnati. Um, maybe that's going to be, man, could you imagine if MJF cashes that'd in? pretty crazy. In Cincinnati. In Mox's oh hometown. God. Woo. That'd be horrible. Woo. Uh, so, ooh, the heat. Oh, heat. Anyways, let's dive into it. I feel sure. like we've covered a lot of the bigger beats, but let's do, let's let's go into the details here. Let's do it. Uh, show opened up with uh, the Ring of Honor title bout, Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli. So uh, Claudio, being the Ring of Honor champion, before the match begins, observing the uh, the the, uh, the 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 code, code of, of honor. honor. Gosh, I'm like, oh man, the tradition of the code of honor. So he offers his hand. <laughs> Jericho shakes it, observes the code of honor, and then pow. Whoopa! Slaps Whoopa. Claudio. Claudio responds with an uppercut. Off we go with the match. Uh, down towards the finish, Jericho grabs Floyd, the bat. He takes a swing at uh, Claudio with it. Claudio catches the bat, two hands, just grabs it. Oh, it was such a Superman 2 moment. It really was. Dun, 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 dun. So then Jericho backdrops Claudio. Claudio lands on his feet, and it kind of tumbles towards, the, towards Aubrey Edwards, the ref, who's yeah. in the corner. And so while that's all going on, Jericho, as soon as Claudio turns around, low blows him, kicks him right in the front area. And then whoopa, Judas effect to get yeah. the win. Uh, he goes up the ramp, celebrates with Jericho Appreciation Society. The last member out was Garcia looking pretty forlorn. Oh, he looked he looked like <laughs> he, 
he looked like dad has come home from getting those cigarettes years ago and he ain't happy about it. Yeah. And so yeah, they, 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 yeah, they kind of toast titles. Yeah. But then, yeah, Garcia was not happy. This match was really good. Jer- Jericho, like the last year, he's really stepped things up. That, that there, Kerry Silken was sitting mm-hmm. ringside. At yeah. one point, Jericho used him as a shield and then, like, shoves mm-hmm. him to the ground. And he, mm-hmm. later on, he hits a suplex off the apron to the floor. Yeah. Um, uh, on Claudio. It was a really solid bout, really well booked and really well paced match. Um, so, I mean, say what you will about Jericho over the last six months to a year, he's been showing he still has it in the ring. You know, dude, and all the reports we've heard about him stepping up backstage and, and being a, a locker room leader mm-hmm. uh, without saying he's a locker room leader. <laughs> Everybody looks up to him seemingly. I think that's terrific. And like I said earlier, I can really appreciate a guy who does his damnedest, will lose matches if he needs to, will do whatever it takes to get the other guy looking good. You got to think this is a guy who came up in 98 in WCW with Hulk Hogan there, and now he's the same age as Hogan was back there, probably maybe even a little bit older. And and what's he doing? He's elevating people. This is going to make Garcia a star. Mm-hmm. And Garcia's already doing just amazing character work yep. during this, and it's because of Jericho and Danielson up till this point. But Jericho's been the anchor of it. And, uh, and I, yeah, like I said, in, in any other context, I'd be like, what the fuck was this tonight? But watching Garcia come, <laughs> I have that look in my just in my head right now. And, oh, my God. It was almost George Michael. That gift yeah, of George oh, Michael from Rest of Development with his head down. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of moping yeah. in. Yep. Oh, that poor guy. He's yep. like, you're the Ring of Honor champion? <laughs> Can't get away from this Not guy. Not just that. It'd be one thing if he had won the title with pro wrestling. No, but man. But he didn't do that. Sports entertainer. Sports entertainer. Busted Floyd out. Yeah. <laughs> he kick tried him to right kick in the him front in the balls, yeah. and he did kick him in the ball. That bit where Claudio caught him twice with a bat, and he tried to kick him in the balls, and Claudio grabbed it. Well, hey, third time's a charm, man. I guess so. I guess oh, so. Oh, boy. After that, we had a quick little uh, Blackpool Combat Club video package hyping up the main event between Mox Brian Danielson. Then we had the tag title match, Swerve in Our Glory versus the acclaimed. Uh, Keith Lee uh, took it upon himself to bust out uh, some of his more high-flying moves in this match, some some of which we haven't seen, I don't think, since he's been in AEW. He hit a Rana, yeah. looked for a moonsault off the second rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, everybody was in this match was going the extra mile to try to outdo the all-out match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like. Yeah. The thing about the all-out match was that, you know, it's you can't replicate something like that. Because the all-out match, they had no idea that crowd was going to respond the way they did, and that's what carried it. And that's I why I say, like, when Tony Khan is backstage, if you if you can get a grasp on what that energy is, then it might not be a terrible idea to be like, oh, man, do, this, do this now, do this now. But I, I mean, can the, understand. He's got a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, the crowd was super into this match, and they were super excited when the acclaimed won. But there's something to be said for the acclaimed has, have gotten themselves over organically. They have, yeah, as because, true AW homegrown talent. Exactly. So. Because they're great, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you know, like the some of the creative, when they were kind of aligned with the gun club and then obviously mm-hmm. not, was kind of head-scratching. But in the end, I guess it worked because they're super over. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, right. The chemistry between them, Billy Gunn, is really good. The chemistry between the two of them is fantastic. 
Yeah, right. They're both really good wrestlers. Um, it's it's awesome, and and they've advanced the story of Swerve and Our Glory from the very beginning of this tag team. What did Keith Lee say? As long as we're winning, it's fine. It ain't fine anymore. It's not fine anymore. And after Swerve blasts Keith Lee in the head with a boombox, <laughs> it's not gonna be Definitely fine anymore. Not fine. Yeah. If they had kept those titles somehow, it might have been fine still. But it's not yeah, gonna be fine bet, anymore. All bets are off now. And, and Keith Lee looks even more. You know, he's letting the gray show a little bit. There, and mm-hmm. I love that because you know that's mm-hmm. intentional. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked. He looked. What was what was Punk's line? I'm old. I'm hurt. I'm tired. <laughs> And yep. I'm working with this fucking child over here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a couple points. Where, like, early on, the uh, Bowens and Caster are about to do the, the scissor. And and Swerve gets in the ring and drop kicks him because he doesn't want to see it. And Keith Lee's like, what are you doing that for, man? Yeah. Just let them do their yeah. thing. It's cool. Yeah. And at the finish. Uh, so Swerve takes out a claim with, like, a springboard. I don't know. He did, like, a 450. Something cool. <laughs> and, like, basically yeah. landed on them. Yeah. Like, feet first. Um, on both the caster and Bowen. So Billy Gunn gets in Swerve's face. And so they're talking back and forth, talking crap. And then Lee goes over to Swerve. He's like, hey, calm down, man. And so the ref is getting distracted by all that. So Bowen's goes on the floor, forearm Swerve, and the ref's still not paying attention. So Billy hits Swerve with the Famouser on the floor. Puts him back in the ring. Bowen's hits an Uranagi. Caster follows with a bike drop to get the win. Mm-hmm. But like the whole dynamic of, of 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 Swerve just being like irritated with the acclaim, whereas Keith Lee's yeah. like, just let them do their thing. Yeah, right. Don't let them get in your head. But yeah, it's clear. It's clear they're under Swerve. He can't stand these dudes. No. <laughs> and that goes back to him like interrupting their rap. He's like, I'm so over these guys, mm-hmm. which I kind of appreciate because you know we've all known that. I don't know how much they've really dived into it the way they did at NXT. His basic gimmick was, "Hey, I'm a rapper." Yeah. Oh, they like you know it. they've mentioned it. They've mentioned it, yeah, but it's not like they've like had maybe they even had vignettes of him in the studio. I don't know. We all know what Swerve's about, and I like the idea that he's like, "God, these guys are just clowns," you know. And this is this is stuff I take seriously. Mm-hmm. And he's just over. And Keith Lee's like, "Dude, you can't let them can't let them get to you like yep. that." Yep. Yep. So now Swerve and our glory is going to completely and totally fall apart. Oh, it's going to be great. That feud is is going to be amazing. It is going to be great. It's going to happen probably as soon as next week's Dynamite. If not a rampage on Friday, who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's going to be an awesome feud. Mm -hmm. That's going to be awesome. Hopefully. absolutely. Uh, After that, we had an FTR interview. This was kind of of interesting. So Cash is like, yeah, uh, everybody in the tag match just now, it killed it. You know, hats off to Caster and Bowens. Congratulations. Uh, but we've been number one contenders. I think he said since April. Yeah, right, uh, right, and, right. And right. we want our match now. So we're cashing in. Um, and then uh, Ass Boys step in and they start talking crap uh, to FTR. And Dax tries to get a word in and, and they just cut him off and tell him to pipe down and pretty much say, We're the better FTR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, though, Ass Boys need to go to New Japan. They'd be hilarious there. I feel like that vibe that they give off would be hilarious in those press conferences. Because they have kind of like like when Juice is like a bad guy. They have that yeah, kind yeah, of vibe yeah, to yeah. them. That kind know? of energy, yeah. Yeah, that energy, exactly, yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, FTR continue to linger on now in a feud with the Ass Boys. Yep. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had a Wheeler Unit interview with uh, Tony Schiavone. Or so we uh, thought. So we thought. He's about to talk about the main event, how he feels about his two uh, uh, Blackpool Combat Club dudes going at it. Instead, we get MJF interrupting. Crowd goes nuts for him. Says, the devil has arrived, and since we all worship the ground that I walk on, that makes all of you my devil worshipers. <laughs> he says, he tells Yuta, he says, you never, he says, I know you look confused right now, Yuta. It's because you've never received a reaction like that, and guess what? You never will. And it's not just because you're mid. He says, because I'm a god to these people. They'd drink my spit if they could. There's not a man here who wouldn't let me sleep with their wives because I'm a generational generational talent, but I wouldn't because they're not good enough for me. Uh, Yuta tells uh, MJF, he says, calm down. He says, you know, there's some truth to what you said. You are a generational talent, but you're also the king of low-hanging fruit. You're a scumbag. He says, but hey, congratulations on getting uh, engaged. Uh, he says, you know, I, I've heard about your fiance. She's smart, maybe too smart, because she's probably already figured out. We already know that you're a spineless piece of garbage. And maybe just maybe she'll walk out on you like you walked out on all of us. And then MJF says, you know, I came out here to wish the Blackpool. Uh, is this where he called them cucks? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Blackpool cuckold club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best of luck. Uh, he says, uh, you guys are, uh, because we're not fighting for the world title tonight. They're fighting to lose the title to me. He says, but it's fine. You can still go to the Blackpool combat club for advice. You can go to Regal. Uh, he says, you can go to Danielson, but his, his eggs, his, his head's been scrambled. You can go to Mox, but nobody listens to him. Or you can go up to Regal who can teach you how to pop pills. And then you just slaps the shit out of him. MJF headbutts him, shoves Tony to the ground. He turns around, Wheeler takes him down, and then Morrissey comes out, grabs Yuta, chokes him out. MJF blasts Yuta with the dynamite diamond ring. Yep. End scene. And after that, we get a Jade Cargill interview. Um, she says that uh, she's still that bitch. Uh, she says, as for the main title, I'm going to do it on my time. And then Diamante steps in, and she reveals that she's bringing Trina with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Trina's there. She steps yeah. into, the, into the frame. We're going to get Trina versus Jade, perhaps? Probably not. Maybe. Uh, anyways, after that, we had Orange Cassidy versus Pack for the All-Atlantic title. Woo, boy. This was this was a good match, man. And I'm just glad that Pack didn't have to job to Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I love Pac, man. He's a bastard. I know. Pack is great. He was Pac wrecking Orange. Oh, my God. Wrecking him. And then Orange yeah, gets and he him. Yeah, he was all- <laughs> Give him the thumbs up. And he wrecks him even more. He wrecks him even more. But then when uh, Orange Cassidy uh, gets his shit in, drops him with a couple of DDTs that Pac absolutely sells. He spikes spikes himself. himself. And then spikes backwards. Like he bends his body backwards. That was beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it was great. It was great. At one point, Pac goes up top looking for a black arrow. And as soon as he gets to the top rope, Orange just lifts his feet up. He's like, come on. Go for it. Come on. Uh, so uh, towards the finish, Pack is looking for a D- or it's, yeah, blocks a DDT. Sorry, Orange is looking for a DDT. Pack blocks it. Pack's looking to lock on the brutalizer. Instead, Orange reverses that into a roll up, gets a two. Orange hits an orange punch, covers Pack. Pack 
uh, grabs the bottom rope. So Pac goes down to the timekeeper's area. And while he's there, he really, you know, uh, uh, clandestinely grabs the, the hammer for the ring bell. Well, Orange comes over and grabs him around the waist. And so his head is kind of tucked in underneath Pac's arm. And so the ref can't see it, rests in the ring. So Pac just blasts Orange right in the head with that ring bell hammer. Mm-hmm, Puts yeah. him back on the ring and covers him for the win. That is correct. Uh, after that, we had Fatal 4-Way. Britt Baker, Serena D, Bethina, and champion Tony Storm defending her AEW World title. Um, I like this match. I liked it better than the Fatal 4-Way that, that, that went down uh, at uh, at All Out. And the only reason I'm saying that is because it's just that he did one Fatal 4-Way and then Tony Khan bakes and books another Fatal 4-Way. Mm-hmm. So we'll have two Fatal 4-Ways to choose from. Um, but uh, no, I thought I thought this was solid. I thought that uh, uh, Athena was fucking killer in this because oh, she's, she's amazing at everything. She's fantastic. There is that spot where she had both Brit and Serena Deeb, yep. I think. Yep. Yeah, all loaded up together, and she like does a I don't know a Samoa drop back by I don't know what the fuck it was, it was. like a fall away slam Samoa drop. Yeah, combo. there you, yeah. yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, then she, but she, she landed up, right on Brit's face. And so once again, Britt Baker broke her nose. Yeah, seemingly. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, anyways, I don't know. This is a really good match. The ending saw uh, Britt stomping Athena. Again, Athena sells that stomp better than fucking anybody. Anybody, yeah. Uh, and then Britt puts the glove on. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Wait a second. No, I'm sorry. Wait, back up here. Back up. Sorry. So the finish sucks. Tony hit Athena yeah. with a tornado DDT, and right after that, Britt rolls up Tony. Yeah. And then Tony kicks out, rolls up, like reverses the, the roll up. Um uh, on Brit to get the win. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So afterwards, Brit blasts Tony from behind, wipes a bunch of her blood on her. Jamie Hader runs to the ring, peels Brit off. Tony looks at Brit. You think, oh, they're gonna go at it? No, they both lay into Tony Storm. Deeb attacks Athena. Brit then stomps Athena. Brit puts the glove on, and then Soraya comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she walks to the ring. Brit and her crew leave the ring, and then uh, uh, Paige tells Brit to kiss her ass. And everybody's reveling in the arrival of Soraya. It's her house. Yeah. AEW is her house. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see if we get any information, news tomorrow about whether she's been cleared to wrestle. Uh, if not, what kind of role she's going to have. Is it going to be some sort of GM, commissioner, on-screen authority figure type deal? Who knows? Yep. yep. But it'd be interested to, to see. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Darby Allen short film. So he's in New York City. And he's carrying around, or in some cases, dragging behind him a body bag. With clearly a body in it. With somebody in it, yeah. And so he's in the subway, he's walking through the streets, he gets in a cab, puts the body bag in there with him, and uh, just tells the uh, cab driver, I'm heading to a funeral. I'm heading to a funeral. Arthur Ashe. Um, yeah, so of course they, they have a match. It's the House of Black, Brody and... Uh... Buddy, and, uh, buddy, thank you. Yeah, against Darby against and Sting. Yeah, Darby and Sting. So who who's in the body bag? Hmm. 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 And we don't want spoilers in chat, by the way. Yeah, don't tell cool. us. Somebody's already been banned for posting spoilers. Yes. Oh my goodness. Anyways, we I have our main no event. idea who it's going to be. Yeah. Then we had our main event. What if it's another Darby? Whoa, that'd be weird. He was like a clone. It's like Black Mirror. You made a clone in a bathtub. He put, he, yeah, he put something in a bathtub. 
<laughs> you know, when you get those little things at the store and it says, just yeah. put in water and they grow. Watch yeah. it grow. Yeah. You start out Darby. like like action figure size, throw it in the bathroom. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like a gooey naked Darby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had our main event, Jonathan Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Uh, MJF uh, erased all the uh, idea that he was going to be cashing in because he was in his full suit uh, uh, clutching. He was using the, the, the poker chip as a cuddle pillow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was hanging out up in, up in one of the boxes up there. Just him. Just him by himself. No yeah. popcorn. Yeah. No firm. Just no him, firm. Just, just no him. firm. No they're, Sean Spears. Yeah, they're just, they're just hired hands. They're not going to be hanging out with him. I wonder what Sean Spears is doing. He had MJF where it seemed like really tight. I thought either he was injured or just taking time away because of baby, like baby's about to happen. Mm. But I thought somebody said he was injured. I don't know. Oh, that could be. That could maybe be. he's just doing full time Twitch streaming, man. With the sweets, maybe I don't know. And don't then know. doing the flat back bump. That's true. He does have a wrestling thing. school with uh, yeah. with Breeze. Yeah, with Breeze. Uh, this match was a lot of fun. Uh, physical as you would expect. Um. Uh, down towards the finish, uh, Brian. So Mox is working uh, Danielson's leg yep. uh, early on, um, and at one point Danielson kicks Mox in the head, and then he sells. Oh my foot! And oh, I was wondering yeah. how many Mox matches they're going to make reference to uh, yeah. uh, Punk not like re-injuring, but not re-injuring his foot in their first match. Yeah. Well, no, I, I like know. the idea that Mox just has like a like he's got like a super hard head. Yeah. He but with start Punk, utilizing. it was his plant foot that hurt. With Danielson, it was. I don't want to revisit foot. that yeah, stuff actually. anymore. Anyway, so <laughs> the da- plant foot is the kick foot is the foot that he jumped into the crowd with. Yeah, don't worry about it. So uh, at one point, Danielson's hitting some more kicks. Mox blocks it, the kick, and then stomps on Danielson's leg, hits a stomp as in Seth Rollins' finisher. Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool shout out. Uh, follows up with a Death Rider. Danielson kicks out, so they're trading some punches. Danielson hits some Danielson stomps, not Seth Rollins' finisher. Locks on a triangle, transitions to a label lock. Mox gets the ropes. So then Mox rolls onto the apron, I believe. Mox hits a knee drop. Sorry, Danielson hits a knee drop onto Mox's arm. So they're out in the ramp. Mox just hits a paradigm shift on Danielson right on the ramp. And Danielson just rolls down the ramp back into the (laughs) ring. And so Mox is crawling to get back in the ring as fast as he can to cover him. Danielson still kicks out. So the Mox yeah. locks on a sleeper. Danielson's trying to break it. He can't. He just falls like face first. Uh, and Mox ain't letting go. Right. Danielson t- uh, passes out. Mox wins. He is three-time AEW champion. Absolutely, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I did post up a, a, a question thread here oh. on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, on Tuesday, yesterday, uh, we did our bonus episode of Overrun. Yes. Uh, where we uh, did some tier ranking that the tier ranking aspect of it, I'm going to put up on Friendo Club TV. But we did a lot of other stuff. We did a numbers don't lie on mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, and we answered a bunch of y'all's questions uh, every single week. We do overrun. Yes, it's our bonus thing, and then we've got a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Lord Ziffer said. And then we also have recap our recap questions read go up on the Patreon. Uh, Lord Ziffer says, "You guys see the acclaimed as being somewhat transitional champs with FTR winning soon." Or will the acclaimed get a more deserved longer reign? FTR is in a really weird spot right now really because, are. like, they have three. Well, okay, one of them is AEW owned Ring of Honor, so they could do what they want with that. 
But I'm not sure, like, AAA, I don't know if they'd mind. New Japan probably would mind to have their tag champions pinned by somebody else. So I don't know what they do with all that because I don't want the acclaim to be transitional. They shouldn't be. They're super. They have replaced FTR as the most over tag team in AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, hope there was a spot during the tag title match where Bowen's I don't know if he was pushed off the top by Swerve or came up short oh, on yeah, the right. mic drop and he was selling his knee. So hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully that was nothing. Um in the event that he did hurt himself and they would and if it's serious and they would have to vacate the titles, which would be an absolute bummer. Um then just put them on FTR. When the acclaim come back, have them beat FTR for the titles. Well, I don't. They, they, they I mean, there was no indication that it was actually hurt. Oh, I, I mean, know. Swerve was right there. It's kind of clear that he pushed him. But I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I still be, don't know nice how. It would have been nice if the camera work was actually better so we could have seen it. I, instead, we're like, I what agree, the hell happened? Yeah. There? No, I, I totally agree. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I still, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with that. Like, FTR, like, man. Yeah, they're, they're, they've been the number one contenders for a long time. Since I think they since here. April. I think it's been since April. They got to have that match. I think so. They got to figure it out. Yeah. Because um, they're not doing anything with Ring of Honor, seemingly. So, I, yeah, I don't know what you do. I don't know either. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a predicament. Luis, it is. Luis Ariza says, who had some of the most underrated themes in wrestling? Luis says, I've listened to Team Angle and the Boogeymans, and they're both bangers. How much of a fucking nerd I am, dude. I really wanted to know today. I was watching, while I was watching NXT, Mm -hmm. I I went on a side mission to find out the exact date that Triple H started using my time. (laughs) Oh, what what did you find out? Was it the Raw after WrestleMania 15? Uh, it was, it was close to, it was very close to that. It wasn't, he had a weird transitional theme that was really generic. It was very short lived, very generic. Uh, and then now it was like, uh, what May, it was the later than it was the May 12th tape, May 11th taping of raw. And I think it aired like on the 17th or eight, something like that. And it was the first time he wore the trunks, mm-hmm. and he got the My Time theme without the lyrics. That came later on, I think, in June. Oh, interesting. But he had just the instrumental version of My Time. What a great song. And the his Tron used a bunch of footage seemingly from his Hunter Hearst Helmsley days because his hair was not, like, all metaled out. It was, like, properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. St- and then there was, like, a shot, like a menacing shot of China, which clearly – they just filmed for that Tron because she was just in a hallway and it was like the most unimpressive shot. It was like she was waiting for something. She was waiting to talk to McMahon or something. I don't know. Anyways, back to the question. <laughs> What's the most underrated theme song in wrestling, Larson? Wow, there's a lot. I mean, you could pop on that that CD from the Attitude Era with Triple H's oh, My Time with the brood dude. theme. So this theme song looms large in our lore, but perhaps to the greater wrestling world, maybe not. Dan Severn. Yeah, that was a good Dan one. Dan Severn's theme was fucking a banger. There's a lot of really good themes in the Attitude Era. Oh, dude, it was it was like 90% fucking bangers it and really then like yeah, not Jim a whole Johnston lot of misses. was on a roll. Oh, he killed it. He killed it. Steve Blackman's was a banger. Yeah. 
Valvinas yeah. did exactly what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Sound like pornography. Yeah. 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 Uh, David Matushek says, after the Arthur Ashe shows, where do you think AEW should go next in terms of stadium shows that are not near Daly's place? So not the Jaguars football stadium. San Jose. May I suggest Hughes Stadium on the campus of Sacramento City College? Even better. Even I love that you know the name of the Sacramento City uh, Oh, Hughes Stadium? I've been there before. Yeah. For what? Um, back when I'm one not of you. I'm cur- I'm legitimately one curious. of the gosh, was it the World League? Was it the Sacramento Surge had a game there? Okay, all right. I think that's what it was before they built the thing at Sac State. That's I think cool. they played at Hughes Hughes Stadium. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster, why does everybody think the Bloodline is using Sammy? Are you kidding me? They're using Sammy. They're totally using Sammy. Anybody who has any any concept of the human condition at all can see they're using the hell out oh, of yeah. Sammy. Oh, yeah. The first indication that he's not useful, oh. Boot. He's getting Done. Boot. Done. Booted. Done. Uh, Patrick Sparks, I think you know the answer to this one, Steve. Uh, Patrick Sparks says, I think the answer is Mox, but if not, who has the most effective oh, back man. rake? Give me LP, baby. That is the correct answer. It's L freaking P, absolutely. I mean, you might, be, you might be up. mesmerized by all the flips and stuff he does before he does it. But don't well, let that take physics, away from the there's effect physics of behind it. it. I agreed, I agreed. Yeah. Momentum, you, inertia. You build up the kinetic energy. Kinetic energy, yes. That's what I was looking for. Not potential, kinetic. But kinetic, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's potential while he's doing all the flips and stuff. And then once he... Right. Starts yeah, bringing those kinetic fingers down the back. Yes. It's the most kinetic shit I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Super kinetic energy. Forget the fucking uh, superconductor. Give me LP's back rake. <laughs> the super collider, whatever the fuck it's called. Large uh, Hadron Collider is what you're talking about. Didn't somebody just recreate a sun somewhere on this planet? Ooh, that's horrifying to think <laughs> about. Was it like Korea? Who did that? Some Somebody fucking did that shit. They, re- they, 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 they recreated... Something even hotter than the fucking sun. It's nuts. Yeah, that's pretty wild. They need to stop doing that on this planet. Because someday somebody's going to make that and it's just going to turn into a second sun. And guess what's going to happen to the earth? There's not going to be an earth anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Eviscerate. It's going to be like LP's back rake. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten times hotter. Wow. Ten, yeah. Wow. Ten times hotter than a sun. Wow. So it was like it was like slightly less hot than one of those old school McDonald's apple pies. Yes, the inside. Yes. <laughs> God yes. damn it! Those, those were super were hot, hot. I know. They were those so good. Those things were like magma. <laughs> they were so good. God damn it! Uh, let's uh. see here. Mayor Plan Houston on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you they'll book Soraya properly? At first, within the first three months, I'll say seven. After extrapolate three months. to six months. <laughs> Oh, it's not high. Four. Yeah, that sounds about right. Four. Yeah. And everybody else will be kicked down a notch because of it. Except for Britt Baker. Yeah. (laughs) Except for Britt Baker. Exactly. All right. This is getting out of control, everybody. We're talking about sons and apple pies. We got to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Good. Oh, it sounds amazing. I might go over there real quick, get one of those. 
Hey, DoorDash one for me. One, don't when you? I say one, I mean two. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> that's the deal. Yeah, man. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.